Amazon's partnership with Buy Now, Pay Later, and a firm is in our crosshairs this afternoon, revisiting the story from this morning. Helping us to do that is Dan DeLove, Managing Director, joining us, as always, to talk some payments. Dan's, uh, Dan, good to have you here this afternoon and uh, thinking about what this means for Amazon. You guys were quick on the case at your team at Mozilla to do a survey of Amazon customers. What'd you find? What'd you ask? Hey, Oliver, uh, always great being on the show. Look, Thank you. So this is a huge, this is a huge, um, kind of watershed moment, I think, for a firm and for the entire industry, because this marks basically Amazon getting into the buy now, pay later space, which is a huge growth area. So what we did over the weekend is we actually wanted to see what, or kind of quantify what the actual opportunity is. So we had a survey of about 200 uh, Amazon customers. I know it's not a lot giving 150 million or so prime members, but it, it is something that tells you about where the wind's blowing. And what we found out was actually very, very interesting. So it turns out that almost 50% of the customers are willing to try in a firm buy now, pay later product, and 22% are very likely to use it. So what does that mean? It actually means that if you, even if you haircut it by 50% times 50% times 50%, so you're kind of like haircutting it for like, how much debit is on the network, which is kind of where buy now pay later comes from, and like the the average basket size, which is you know minimum of fifty, et cetera, et cetera. You're still coming up with about at the minimum three billion dollar uh, gross merchant value uh, volume opportunity or GMV. You know that's like twenty to thirty percent potential upside to our medium term estimates hmm. for a firm. Uh, if you take all these kind of precautionary measures of haircutting and haircutting and haircutting just to be kind of conservative. That's a huge number, and that's what triggered us taking our price target today to $110. I, I think it's super exciting for a firm, and it's super exciting for the industry, and it's going to have some really interesting consequences down the road for a lot of other players as well. Okay, so Dan, the way this is going to work, will the, uh, or at least, let me rephrase it actually, the upside is for Amazon, do you think this brings on overall greater volume because it enables a way for people to buy things that maybe they would not have otherwise or will the buy now pay later include interest on uh the purchase that will bring a higher uh end you know sum for the seller yeah so i think it's, it's a, again it's a great question you, you hit it on the head is always like look the um the opportunity here and this is why merchants love buy now pay later it just gives people that normally wouldn't be in the market to purchase certain things. Let's say you really want like a pair of shoes, but you can't really afford it. So, and you don't really have credit or you don't want to sort of stress your credit uh, profile too much. So it gives those people an opportunity to say pay in four, for example, and and not pay any late fees. And that's kind of what, you know, the affirms of the world, the afterpays of the world, which, you know, was acquired by Square are good at. So I think what it does is, you know, there's about 40, according to our empirical survey, there's about 46% of the volumes that go through debit. And, and what we think is this is kind of the breeding ground for people hmm. who may want to buy something they can't really afford right now, but they will do it if they were offered to pay it in installments. And this is kind of, to me, it actually helps boost revenue for Amazon. Again, I, I don't cover Amazon. We, we have a view on a firm, but it helps boost conversion and boost revenue because it lets people that normally wouldn't be able to buy something actually consider buying it with the financing that a firm offers. So I think that's kind of the power. It helps the firm, but it also helps Amazon on the other side to boost conversion.
Hmm. And hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely does. Uh, uh, Dan, is there a potential for uh, Amazon to just buy this company? Why didn't they just do that? You know, I was thinking about this a lot today, and we were going, getting a lot of questions from investors uh, all day long about this. Look, I think Amazon wants to be in the business of selling stuff, right? Uh, they don't want to be, you know, in the business of, of, of sort of balance sheet kind of loans becoming a, a real bank. And this is kind of where a firm specializes in, right? The underwriting, the analytics, the algorithm of, of extending those loans. So I think that Amazon says, look, if we have a tool, we have a brand that people know that people use that helps uh, boost conversion and uh, lets people, gives the people an opportunity to buy something they wouldn't normally buy, you know, why, why go ahead and buy a firm if we can partner with them and do what we do best, which is selling stuff and do even a little better in that. So I think it makes perfect sense for them to partner instead of buy. Hmm. Okay, now Square on the other hand, the opposite uh, with Afterpay is spending $20 billion plus, right? So a clear distinction that from their perspective, they are interested in the balance sheet and the banking aspect of things. So a different approach there. Uh, does this position Amazon in any way uh, to some degree in competition uh, with Square? I mean, that still is a firm's problem. I think it's still like very far away to see, you know, Square and, and, and Amazon becoming, uh, you know, direct competitors. I mean, maybe sure. sometime down the road, if Square starting to offer an online checkout, et cetera, which is not out of the realm of possibilities. But I think you're right, right? Like the opportunity here for, for Square, they want to be a bank, right? They're all about being this, like, you know, we've said that they're like buying JP Morgan in 1871. I stand firmly by this statement. I think this is you know, one of the best opportunities to buy the bank, the world's future, one of the best banks of the world. Um, but that makes perfect sense for Square to buy um, you know, Afterpay and become this kind of like you know, one-stop shop for banking. I don't see competition right now between the two entities. I think it's validation. What happened today is validation, or actually on Friday after the close, validation of the Square strategy that shows that buy now pay later is really important and there's a lot of appetite for buy now pay later in the u.s hmm. okay appetite uh, that now can be shared between these two companies uh, upgrade and to the price target for a firm to 110 dollars dan thanks for detailing uh the story for us here and connecting it into square as well not competitors by any means but maybe a little shared ground here in common thank you mr delev as always Dan's Managing Director and Senior Analyst covering FinTech Equity Research at Mizuho Securities, USA.